0: Do you want to get intentional about renewing your mind in alignment with kingdom abundance for your health? It can be so easy to start the week with a new set of rules, but what if we started every Monday seeking God together? If our habits determine our character, then what a difference this new habit could make for us. You can sign up at joyfulhealth.co slash devo and we will send you the mindful moments for present people devotional series. Each week, you'll get a one-minute devotional with a short practice to debunk diet culture and focus on kingdom abundance. To give you a little preview, here is the devotional from last week. Matthew 10.39 says, Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. When we pursue health at the expense of our soul, we lose both. Jesus says the answers we need are not in our willpower within, but in surrendering ourselves to him. As the trees let go of their dying leaves, so we must let go of the ways that will not last, but only hold us back. Ask God what parts of yourself you need to lose for the sake of his son. Breath Prayer Exhale. I lose my life. Inhale for your sake. Now rise up and bless the Lord of life. Once again, you can sign up at joyfulhealth.co/slash Devo for more. All right, on to the episode. Hey, it's Halloween. What is Halloween, anyways? Halloween has its roots in a pagan religious celebration to welcome the harvest at the end of summer when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor saints, and then soon after, All Saints Day came to incorporate some of the traditions of this pagan celebration. The evening before All Saints Day was known as All Hallows' Eve, and later... Halloween. So this isn't a podcast on what I think that you should do about Halloween as a Christian, but rather pulling from the themes of today to shine a light on who God is and how at Joyful Health Co. we can continue to rest in his grace and follow the joy at all times, including times like this, because our God is relevant. He lives in the details. And that includes today and how we walk forward as children of the light. So, Halloween in particular emphasizes death and darkness. Take a walk around your neighborhood into your local store, or maybe just peek into your front yard and you'll see decorations like ghosts and skeletons, dismembered ears on bushes. Okay, maybe not that one, but that's what's in our neighborhood. <laughs> Why do we do this? In some ways, it is healthy to expose ourselves to the reality of death. After all, many churches were planted in the center of a town with a graveyard on the property to remind its citizens of the brevity of life and the weightiness of death and sin. If life is going well and we feel like we don't need God, we need to be reminded that the wages of sin is death so that grace can be all the more sweeter. And what... Is death? Well, we display it right now, and the season of of the year as different parts, body parts, ghosts separated from bodies, skeletons without skin. In essence, we display death by showing us what it is: disconnection from the whole. Which, on the other side, shows us what life is: connection to the whole. So light and dark, two sides of the same coin. And this is represented in a Halloween and the next day being All Saints Day, uh, a dark and a light. What this means for our health is this. When we disconnect our health habits from the central source of life, who is Christ, then we essentially dry up. Nothing can illustrate this better than this section from Ezekiel 37, where the Israelites hope was dried up from being in exile so long away from their home. Okay, so let me read it for you. This is Ezekiel 37, verses 1 through 3. The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. And he led me around among them. And behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley. And behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. So the root word of health comes from heal, which is related to the word salve or salvation. Our true health is found in the saving of our souls. Yes, our bodies may wear out, but God has promised to give us new and eternal bodies in Christ, who is the picture of death and life. So how does this resurrection happen? We can experience glimpses of it here and now. Uh, The Israelites' hope was as dried up as a valley of dry bones. So what happens? What happens now? Consider your own state of hope when it comes to your health. Where are you feeling hopeless when it comes to your health? Where are you in despair? Where are you thinking, I will never feel better. I will keep gaining weight forever. I will always be like this. Friend, would you allow God to take you to the valley of dry bones? Notice that there are many bones there. You are not the only one affected by the hopelessness that comes with health rules that we can never live up to in our own disconnected state. Proverbs 13:12 even says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. So, where is your hope? Let these bones represent your worst your worst health fears. You can go there because this is the place where true transformation is going to take place. Now let God ask you, Can these bones live? Can the place where you feel the most hopeless, can that be brought to life in a new way? What's your answer? Okay, let me keep reading. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds and breathe into these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Okay, a lot to unpack here. But let's just have a few takeaways. First of all, we ended with, we started with dry bones. We ended with a vast army. How do we get there? How do we get from point A to point B? How do you get from where you are of feeling hopeless into, wow, maybe, uh, maybe things can get better. Maybe I can be healthy. Maybe I can put my faith back in God. Maybe I can learn to trust him again. Maybe you need to say it out loud. God will make breath enter you, and you will come to life. And these are the things that the Lord is doing, but he has Ezekiel say the words. And he also says, why do we do this? What is the point? So that we will know that God is the Lord. It's very humbling to try something in our health, whether it be a new diet or a new uh, running program or whatever it might be, and for it to not work out. But in that very place of humility, let God be exalted. So here's what bringing the breath of God, which we will refer to as the scriptures since first Timothy three says that all scripture is God breathed. So this is the breath of God coming into your health habits or those places where you feel like a dry desert. So instead of just counting calories, how about counting your blessings before a meal? Psalm 103.2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Instead of tracking daily sleep cycles with your aura ring or your Fitbit, whatever it might be, what if we focused on a spiritual Sabbath rest? Leviticus 26.2 says, Observe my Sabbaths and have reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Instead of just monitoring your heart rate during exercise, what if you checked in on your own heart during those daily moments of stress? Psalm 139:23 says, "Search me, O God, and know my heart; try me and know my thoughts." What if instead of weighing our body on a scale, what if we remembered that Jesus balanced the eternal scales for us through his death and resurrection? Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. What if instead of logging our 10,000 steps, we focus instead on bringing the peace of the gospel with our feet? Isaiah 52. Verse 7 says, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, Your God reigns. What if instead of striving always to lose body weight, what if instead we go to God to lose the weight of shame through his proven forgiveness? 1 John 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So what is your worst health fear? What is the scariest thing you can do for your health? It's to disconnect from the hope of God. These will make dry bones. But may God breathe into your life with his scripture, with his word, with his Holy Spirit. And he will make an army of believers lasting into eternal life. The light has come into the world, and the darkness has not overcome it. No amount of 50-foot skeletons or spooky ghosts or haunted houses can scare us now. The Holy Ghost is more powerful than any of these. And God wants to empower you today with his spirit, the life and light of the world. So let's pray. Take a deep breath. Exhale, and then as you inhale, imagine God breathing life into you. Into those dried up places where you feel hopeless, where you feel like I've done this before, it's never going to work. Take the story of Ezekiel and let it encourage your heart. And God, I thank you for each person listening. I thank you that you knitted them and their mother's womb, that you created them, you formed them, that you breathed life into them and you won't stop doing it for that. They would receive your life, your breath, your word, and that they would know that you are the Lord in every single aspect when it comes to their health, as they pursue you and that they strive to honor you with everything that they're doing because it is in you that we live and we move and have our being. So we put that in your hands and we rise up together as one with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, friends, until next time, may you rest in his grace and follow the joy. Hey, congrats. If you're hearing this, that means you've made it to the finish line. Give yourself a high five for me. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope and pray this episode has blessed you so that you can more fully enjoy God, glorifying him and blessing others. If you want to talk about this episode with more Joyful Health friends, join our free Facebook community, head to joyfulhealth.co slash podcast and get connected with us there. Before you move on with your day, would you consider taking a moment to with the Lord in prayer to process what you have heard in the podcast. Ask God what he is revealing to you about himself and what you can do in response. And for all my regular listeners, thank you in advance for writing a review and sharing this podcast with someone else who is tired of the wellness rules and is ready to rest in God's grace and the Holy Spirit's power for their health. A big, giant thank you to all our podcast guests and to my husband, Maddox Schuler for writing and recording our podcast music. It takes a village, and we are glad that you are a part of ours.